Everybody, uh, today, welcome to another episode of Talking to Wall Podcast. Today is uh, Friday, August 26th. The start of the last summer weekend. The, 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 the last good Friday of the summer. Um, and uh, we're, we're, I'm, I'm here, my name is Mark Wall, I'm here with my special co-host Jason Jeff Burns. Yes. We have finished our work days getting ready for the school, yes. uh, the school year, and fellas, as always, how you doing? Doing fantastic, man. It's Friday. Uh, I mean, who would have known that it's Friday again? Who would have guessed? Who could have believed that? Who could believe that? Yeah, David so Lynch. That's a reference to would, David Lynch yeah. for y'all, y'all Twitter people. But yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Good. Glad to be here. I'm doing all right. It's a, <laughs> it's a mix of emotions. Yes, because you want to teach so bad. Yes, I'm, I'm <laughs> looking forward to the future, yet... Reminiscing on the past. Rem- reminiscing on the on the past. Yes. So yeah, uh, we'll see. Yeah. But yeah, you're on the edge cool. about shaping the future this year. I am. I am. I am. Because last year was a little difficult to shape the it future. Was. When the it future was. Did not want to be shaped. It was impossible. Right. Uh, so, so yeah, <laughs> it's like trying to make pottery without a kiln. Well, we are. Uh, we're, we're all very excited about it. And I, thanks for asking, fellas. I'm doing great too. Sure. Uh, yeah. How are you doing, Mike? You, you thanks for asking. Pottery as always. Yeah, but. God, it, it would be better if we scripted this, and it always worked out this way. Uh, that Jeff is doing fantastic, and Jason is, yeah. uh, you know, right. uh, trying to find some semblance of, of fantastic, and I never get asked. So anyway, I'm doing great. Um, yes. Sitting out here on the the porch. Uh, on a beautiful day. We need a lesson plan. A little hot, but there's a breeze. There's and, a breeze. Uh, it kicks up from time to time. So, yeah, new school year, y'all. Um, Very excited. Well, I mean, last year was un, un uh, controvertibly the worst academic year I've ever had. A it was real a, struggle every day. It was uncool. Uh, and various factors adding into playing into that, uh, baked into that, as they say. But um, I am hoping for a little bit better this year. Kids... Uh, I hate to tell you, and you may already know this, but the good old days of cell phones yeah. nonstop are coming to an end. Virginia yes. Beach has voted to have no cell phones in the classroom as well. Well, it's hard to teach when you're competing with TikTok. Yeah, it is. Well, it, well apparently you can learn a lot from TikTok, so I don't know. I mean, TikTok's not inherently bad, but, you know, like I say, that, that one little interaction I had this year about what makes you watch a video on right. there, and the response was, if it's stupid. Right, yeah. Which yeah. I'll never get over that. But because, uh, you know, when I turn the TV on, I'm looking for stupid. Yeah. 
And I'm looking. Yeah, I, I hit the guide button, and I'm just looking for. The I told you guys, I had kids thing. binge watching Euphoria in class. Yeah, you mentioned that. That's messed up. Binge watching anything. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sesame but, Street. But yeah. especially, well, I mean, well, okay. Schoolhouse Rock. <laughs> Sesame Street would be dope. Well, anyway. So on that note, uh, I guess this is episode what, number 58? It is 58. 58. 58. And, uh, you know, we're still, we're still leading the flock. We are. The podcast flock, the pod flock. <laughs> pod flock. <laughs> <laughs> We're still leading the pod flock on your commutes every morning, but kids, we noticed last week that our listens exploded. Yes. We have no idea what we did or who paid you to listen. We didn't. No. No, no we're teachers. We don't have any money. Well, yeah, but uh, who? all y'all 170-some people who listened to uh, the last podcast, thank you. Thank you we hope you. you're hearing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In other words, you're still you 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 heard something so good you came back from more. That's right. Yeah. Like so um, if I'm not mistaken, I believe that brings us to uh, our first segment. Yes. Which we know? still don't have segment music for. I've really got to work on that soon. But um, could it be like the Jeopardy theme? Well, what I was thinking was just something sort of airy and mystic yeah. and sort of atmospheric and not really any type of melody or anything like that. But you know, Jeopardy's kind of a melody. Okay. So, and I'm not yeah. really adept at playing a keyboard very well outside of the key of C. Okay. Okay. No black keys. Ebony and ivory. Yes. Yes. So Steve anyway, Jeff, I believe that brings you, it's your time to shine, buddy. Yes, yes. So, uh, <laughs> did you know, so we, we usually cover a lot on this segment, and I think this segment is actually probably the most information you'll get all week, uh, but... Mm. So until Monday, that's until exactly Monday. right. Yeah. So today we mentioned the date. So what I have here is I thought, did you know the? And there's probably many more, but the five national days that or we international, hmm? right? Well, what? these are just the national. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. The four five. Sorry, five national days that we have. Okay. So it's National Dog Day mm-hmm. today. It's National Cherry Popsicle Day. It's National Got Check Day, National Web Mistress Day. What? Wait, wait. And National Women's Equality Day. So, which one do you want to hear about? Web Mistress. It's National <laughs> Web I mean, Mistress that's... Day. I'm yes. salivating over here. Yes. Is that intriguing to <laughs> Me you? Me and who? Yes. So, so the mystery behind that day, or which is today, is it's just a day for us to recognize and celebrate all the women who have. Uh, been prolific and are leading the charge in web design. That's not at all what I was hoping I didn't either. I, I didn't either. That's, that's yeah. not at all what I was hoping that's, for. That's what it is. And um, We kind of set you up on that one, Mark, because Jeff read that to me on the way over. Right. Yeah. And I said, I'm definitely picking Web Mistress Day. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, so bummed. And then when he told me, I was like, that's not, a, that's not even close to what I thought it was. Okay. I'm so bummed. So I'm going to give you something a little bit more, Mark. Hey, baby, let's do some coding. Yeah. Or, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, no. Kids on the bus. Yeah. Oh, bro. Well, that's not till Monday, but still. Yeah. Hey, now. So the, the National Cherry Popsicle Day is today, again. And I found out by researching this that an 11-year-old, his name was Frank Epperson, created the original Popsicle back in 1905. Okay. Okay. So it was created by accident. He was mixing up a powdered soda back in 1905, 
and he left it overnight with his stirring stick in it. And as temperatures dropped unusually low, as the text goes on to say, by the next morning when he got up, this liquid powdered soda had frozen with the stick in it, and he dubbed it the Episicle, but which soon became the Popsicle. I did not know that. That Nobody, I think, knew that. Yeah, that's. I think that his was name would be Frank Epperson. Something. <laughs> yeah, really yeah. So hot, <laughs> generic. Isn't it? Yeah, you know. God, what a generic name. But anyway, uh, so yeah. So that kind of reminds me of a of a, 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 a Jason. You remember this uh, when I did English Twelve that one year, and I had that group of extremely motivated seniors who uh, was that with the Pauls. That was with the pause, yes, gotcha. indeed. Um, and if you remember Billy Redfern, who sat in the back. Oh, yes. Billy came in the other night to open house. Oh, no. And, well, oh, yes, Billy's, you We're know. We're talking about the guy that left his window open, right? I was going to say. Okay. Yeah, Billy, Billy's got, he, you know, he's got, a, he's got a path now. Okay. Uh, and I'm very proud of him for that. I'm very pleased to, to hear what he said. But <laughs> I never, you know, you remember the day that he told that us that he killed his goldfish the night before. And I'm like, what'd you do? Flush it down the toilet? He's like, no, uh, it froze. Yes. And wow. I'm like, how did you freeze your goldfish, dude? And he's like, I opened the window. Mm. And I mean, that's that's pretty cold inside a house to freeze a big bo- a bowl of water. Yeah. And so Frank Epperson, with his horrible name, created the icicle by being so cold in the house. I was going to ask. Yeah. Refrigerators didn't exist at that time, so how long did he freeze it? it, They said that particular night, wherever he was living, it did not give me that information. (laughs) So instead of a a cup of cocoa or hot chocolate, my boy went for ice, uh, a popsicle. Yes, he invented the popsicle. Which is not really what you think of when you think of that kind of cold weather. Yes. So, there you go. Well. And I have one little extra for Did You Know, just uh, to keep the listeners. I've learned so much already. And since it's National Dog Day, my brain and hurts. Of course, we never want to forget the National Women's Equality Day, but National Dog mm. Day. Just curious, real quick, then we'll move on. By the way, refrigerators were first invented in 1913. There you go. There you go. So um, he was an eight-year prod. He was a prodigy. Eight years. Yes, he was. Yeah. He was. Frank Epperson, y'all. Uh, since it's National Dog Day, what's the most popular breed in America as dog breed? Mm. I'm going to say German Shepherd. German Shepherd. I I know I'm not right. I, I don't know. Uh, German Shepherd comes in at number four. Can I get a second guess? Yes. Um, Labrador Retriever. Number one. There you go. Yep. Number two is French Bulldogs. Number three is Golden Retrievers. Then the aforementioned German Shepherd. Number five are Poodles. And number six are just the normal run-of-the-mill Bulldog. So. Well, by the there way. There you go. Just to finish up on my line of inquiry, uh, the guy who invented they're, the refrigerator. They're battling to teach. Y'all. Yes, they're the guy. Who, well, to I, just, I just I pulled the date up and it just says this little you know this yeah. little bit here. It was invented by a guy named Fred W. Wolf. Wolf, my man. Better Wolf. name than Frank Apperson. Uh And his line refrigerators. His model was a flop, but he also invented the ice cube tray wow. that caught on and was picked up by all competitors, and that's why we have oh. ice cube trays. Huh very interesting so what did he initially invent the refrigerator. the refrigerator so my boy invents the refrigerator and the ice cube yes his, okay. re- his refrigerator model was a flop right but as refrigerators became more common everybody loved ice cube trays yeah I gotcha. so he made an accessory for his product yes. that was a flop yes gotcha. yes 
Well, that's, that, I mean, that's Again, the wolf. That, kids, I think I know, learning look, happened today. Look, kids, I know school. I know what you're going to say, Jeff. That yeah. It's, it's going to happen on Monday. I was going to sit there and say, and school officially starts on Monday, y'all, but we're getting an early start here on Talking to the Wall. Yeah, that's that's exactly what we do. right. Yeah. Uh, so take clear your desk and take out a sheet of paper and a pencil and we'll have a quiz. Yes. Learning happens seven days a week, kids. Mm. I, I, I don't even know what to say. Lifelong learning. I love it. All right. Well, uh, uh, that's uh, that means it's time to drop the drums. Drop the drums. Drop the wall. drums. Time Woo. for the hidden song, and I've got a very special one today, so I'm going last. Okay. Uh, and again, I've already told my co-host that it's going to. It's probably going to break the internet. It's going to break their. It's going to break their minds. It's break them. Uh, and if you're if you're Mark's busy going calculating your remaining balance on your student loan, you can listen to this song while you're. While yes. You're calculating that. I like it. Um, <laughs> Anyway, so fellas, what's your hidden song? Do you want what's me to go first, yeah, to? or do you want to go? You, you go ahead. We'll go down the line. We'll go down the porch. <laughs> All right. I, <laughs> indeed. Yes. Um, I was coming into work this morning, <coughs> and I heard this song, and I hadn't heard it for, like, literally years. I mean, years and years. Uh, but I liked it. I remember liking it. He I'm, said, but I liked it? No, I did. I, yeah. uh, and it was, it's kind of an odd choice, but um, it's Rod Stewart. Oh. From uh, 1976, The Killing of Georgie. Georgie went to New York town, where he quickly settled down, and soon became the toast of the great white way. Accepted by Manhattan's elite, and all the places that were chic, no party was complete without George. Along the boulevards he cruised, and all the old queens blew a fuse, everybody loved Oh yeah, the part of one and two. Part one and two, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was about a, a openly gay man that was murdered yes. in New York City by a New Jersey gang. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was actually written by Rod Stewart. Uh, okay. A really close friend of his. Uh, was a big fan of the Faces when he was yes, in the Faces, yes, yes. and he got killed in New York City by a New Jersey gang. Wow, I never and, knew that. And yeah. thus comes the killing of Georgie. Yeah, we're still learning. Yeah, man, this is incredible. Yeah, I just love. Well, it. I mean, you you had the choice of hot legs. Yeah, I, yeah, I know, but it was you just you think I'm sick. I, I thought about it because I'm like I'm listening to this song and I'm like, man, because I you know I had to check it was 1976 and I'm like, so in the mid 70s they were you know he's coming out and they said. It was influential because it was, you know, about a gay guy, you know, yeah. about a homosexual, and yeah. uh, uh, and like now we're what, thirty, forty years still down the road, and it just, it's yeah. just, where are we? Do you know what I mean? The yeah, killing yeah, of Georgia could be. We had a discussion a while back when we said a lot of these songs that we pulled from the eighties and and earlier are still relevant because yeah, we have we did, solved we did talk anything. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did talk about that. And mm-hmm. so all that just kind of hit me when I was listening to those lyrics. Right. And it's a fun song. Yeah, it's I a mean, good song. If, I, I mean, if a murder song. No, yeah, no. I remember <laughs> it being a good tune. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's a good song. So right. that's my hidden song. Well done for this Friday. Well done. Well, I'm going to continue the learning. Uh, I'm going back to jazz. I haven't mentioned a jazz song no, you for a while. Now you have it, and that's normally my uh, area of expertise. Uh, but I'm going to go with Brad Meldo, which is one of my favorite 
pianist. I've y'all, mentioned y'all, him. Y'all, y'all, he's been he's been rehearsing. How to I say have the last because name. I for some reason I can never say that cat's name. But uh, I have mentioned him before on the podcast. But this particular song that I'm uh, going to drop on y'all is it's called Friends. Huh? Okay, it's an eight minute little journey of just wonderful jazz. It's a trio, Brad Moto trio, and it's called Friends. And I think what really draws me to it I love the song that has the coolest title. The album is called Seymour Reads the Constitution. And I just think that's a great album name. Seymour. Who's Seymour? Anybody he's reading the Constitution. So, uh, I love it. Remember Dad's cat was named Seymour. Yes. But so you said that, I I imagine Seymour the cat. Yeah. I was thinking of a person, but yeah. yeah, Walking on the Constitution. All right, so Friends by... Brad Meldo. Okay. The cat's walking on the Constitution like the Democrats are. Yes. All right. Well, here comes mine. Okay. Uh, get, internet, get ready to break. This is going to hurt. My hidden song this week, it popped in my head the other day, and I have not been able to get it out of my head. Probably that's because I haven't streamed it on Apple Music and just gone ahead and listened to it and consummated that sound. Yes. <clears throat> It's a song by Whitney Houston. Oh, um, yeah. Here we go. Y'all weren't expecting that. I wasn't. No, we're not. You were expecting some fish or some mess like that. Yes. And I was going to say something about them fish. Well, if fish, <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if fish had covered this song at any point in time, I would, of course, yes. attribute it to them. But yeah. Whitney Houston's, and this is part and parcel of what we're talking about with learning and okay. school starting back. I know what he's going to say. And this is not why I thought of it. Just the melody of it hit me. But Whitney Houston's. How will I know? How will I know oh. that you really love The it? students will be asking yes. themselves that all year. Yeah. <laughs> how, do, how will I know? How will I know who the first president is? Yeah. <laughs> you should we just like I should just have that and play it all the time in the classroom. Despite right? the Confederate flag yeah, on my truck, I, I have no idea when I that know? war started. Yeah. I used to love Whitney Houston, y'all. It's a good choice, man. Yeah, it is a good choice. choice. I carried her debut album or cassette in my pocket. In case there ever a party I ran across. Oh, no. That I could throw no. into the... You've said that before. Yes. I've heard you yeah. say that before. Oh, no. Which is... Uh, I always had Whitney on the ready. 
That's one way to live. A yes. traveling right. DJ. Yes. So. Anybody want to hear some Whitney? <laughs> <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> so if I'm not mistaken, that What's leads that? us directly to our next segment. And What's the natives are restless. Yes. Fussing at the data charts. Y'all, it's time for... Three, two, one. Three, three questions. questions. Yep. Yes. Wow. Jinx, buy me a beer. We jump in here and we knock out some learning real quick. And I mean, it's it's. I mean, they're just getting off the mat and we're ready to swing another yeah, jack. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, up. So. Huh? The listeners, they okay. love so much, we knocked them out. They're just getting oh, back I up got off you. the mat, and here we come for more. We don't wait for the standing uh-uh. eight count. We, go, we come swinging. Uh-uh. All right, first question. You on the feet, your game. Yes. What, what, what's, what's the most obvious scam mm. you can't believe actually works? Public education. Uh, okay. No, sorry. Okay. I think so it's that one. What's the most obvious scam that you can't believe actually works? That one where like a Saudi prince or yeah. somebody would call Na- Nigerian or, prince, Nigerian yeah. prince, and would somehow be able to get American women to give hundreds of thousands of dollars to someone they've never met. Oh, it's anybody. Oh well, yeah, but I'm just it's just it's yes. just I don't know I don't remember the particulars, but I remember thinking, how do you even get to the point that you even consider thinking about that? Yeah, that, you, that you're gonna even respond to the email. Right. Yeah. Hey, since you asked, here's my social security number. Right. Yeah. You know. It's like when people call me and say your warranty's running out on your computer. The car warranty. Yeah. I don't own a car, lady. Yeah, but I don't own a computer. Yeah. And it'd be, yeah, yeah. It would be me like calling going, oh, snap. What yeah. should I do about this? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just... Well, my answer would why be... Why would a Nigerian prince be contacting yeah, me? My answer would be the same thing. Because you are important. Uh, like you, what's <laughs> Thank that, you. That scam where they call the elderly and they say they're the IRS and or something else. Sometimes I think they were using another thing, but... But you have to send them like a five hundred dollar check or a thousand dollar check, and then they'll clear it up. Right. Oh, you. I, I don't even know who you are. You just called me out of the blue. Sure, I'll give you a thousand dollars to clear up whatever you said I did. It's just how, how do people continue to fall for that? I got it. You know, I figured if if that's the case, if I really messed up, then come and arrest me. Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna kick your doors down. Oh, whoa. AR-15. They're going to raid my home. Ray, oh, you whoa, steal whoa. your documents. Which, by the way, listeners, this podcast will be released redacted. So. <laughs> I got a, I got a, Susan got a text message last week, and it said your Visa card has been blocked. Yeah, I got that, too. And we need your information yeah, to that unblock too. it. And I went, Susan, that ain't true. Yeah. But the best way to check if it's true is let's go buy something. So yeah. we went to dinner, and it wasn't blocked. No, no, it's not. It's never true. Yeah. I know, but it was just like, because it, it just said your visa card. I got that. And I don't have a visa. <laughs> oh, see, at least I yeah, have see, a visa I don't card. have a visa card. So they, I got that. I was like, oh, sorry, it's blocked because I'm not <laughs> using it. Yeah, you know? it's like them calling me about my computer. Yeah, I was like, okay. You can keep my, your damn answer, warranty. So what's your answer, Mark? My answer would be taxes. Yeah. Paying tax. I mean, I, I mean, you, you've heard me say before, paying taxes is the most patriotic thing you can do. And it should be. Uh, but it just, you know, as many Americans, I feel like my taxes don't go for what I would hope that it would be spent upon. But yet we just, and the, the, the craziest thing about the IRS is they know how much you owe. They do. They, they know exactly how much you, you owe, but they make you take a quiz first called your return. And if you don't get it just right, we're going to come shake you down. 
<laughs> but you already knew how much I owed, but you, you could have just told me how much I owed. But yet you're leaving that in my ballpark. Yeah. And then you're coming in here with armed agents to shoot me. Yeah. Because I rounded up on the on the on the pennies on the change. Well, I, I will tell you that the IRS has been drastically defunded over the decades. And yes. So you know, I used to think that too. Like, of course the IRS knows. I, I don't know if they know how much people make nowadays. I really don't. I mean, they've been so crippled along the way, and, and their software that they're using is so, so far. It's just not usable anymore. Right. You know, it's but, kind of funny how we've starved over the last three uh, decades the IRS and the Postal, postal Service. Yeah. <laughs> right. And those things should be like, I don't know. But but I understand your point of that answering right. that question. Though. All right. Question number two. Yes. Derp. What's something, a product? What's a product that you call by a company's name yes. instead of the product's real name? And I'll go first okay. Kleenex. Yeah, Kleenex. All right, if you need a a tissue, you just say, I need a Kleenex, and it could be puffs. It could be... Yeah, every tissue, whatever brand, is always generically, you call it a Kleenex. Right. Yeah. I do the same. My answer is a Coke. Anything like soda. If it's a soda or a pop, whatever you call it, wherever you're from geographically, it's a Coke. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I I know it's not a Coke, but I just call it a Coke. So, yeah. I don't have one. You don't have one? I can't think of one. Outside of tissues and Coke, I don't know if I could think of one. I mean, maybe Xerox yes, back in the day. Yes. You know what? That's funny you said that. Like making copies, I right? Have, I have said you that You don't before. go to the copying machine, a you go Xerox to the Xerox machine, machine. But it was made by Samsung. Right. Yeah, listen, right. I have said that before in class. I have said something like, oh, uh, uh, Xerox. Right, it's even a verb. And the kids are like, you Xerox them? What does that mean? That's interesting. Yeah. It is a verb. Yeah. yeah. Go Xerox. Yeah, go Xerox. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's actually, a, that's probably a good one yeah. as well. Well, it's not probably, it is. Since, uh... I'm getting ready to do some more Xeroxing for the children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Papers to be left on the floor. Yes. <laughs> yeah. A paper which did not have ink on it, had ink put on it. A total waste of tax dollars. This was yes. meant for the floor. You should take a picture of all the papers on the floor and call it Tapestry of Lost Knives. Well, Jason's to the point where when he hands stuff out, he's like, if you don't want this, give it back, give it back to me. Don't throw it on the floor so I can I, use I it. Actually, when I hand it out now, I say, do you want this? If they say no, I don't ever even give it to them. <laughs> yes. Let's yeah. just cut to the chase. Yes. Well, those recall, are great as answers. I, as I recall, one of our propaganda com- campaigns at the school in years previous, choices have consequences, Indeed. so make wise choices. Yes. yes. We had those posters everywhere in school. And uh, wise choices did not increase from those posters. They did not. They did not. In fact, they may have decreased over the... Anyway, so... uh, Be respectful didn't work either. Respectful, responsible, and engaged, Bubba. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. That's our new propaganda. What is it? Be kind. Be... What's that little girl from uh, The Help? Oh, I don't know. Oh, God. I'll come up. talking about right now. Um, (laughs) All right, so... Question number three. Last question. This one. This one's been a hit and run. <laughs> yes. Uh, <clears throat> um, what's the longest you've ever walked in one period of time? Length of time, length of miles. Do whatever. you mean like continuously? Like I started yeah, walking. Yeah, yeah. You, like and you I don't started stop. walking and you didn't stop. For... Like you know, like when you go to like Disney World and stuff, and you know your phone can trace your steps or whatever, right. like all that kind of stuff. I mean, like, I've, I've gone, like, 16,000, 17,000 steps in one day and wow. stuff like that. Okay. 
But no, I'm talking about like walking. But obviously, I was right. stopping in between, right? Right. You know, and sitting. And you down didn't really have a destination. It was just kind of where just wandering I got around it. the park. Right. Yeah. So with let me let that. me add that caveat is with a destination. What's the longest you've ever walked? Okay, because I was gonna say for me that time I went golfing and it was so humid and I walked 18 and it was awful. But you're talking about like from point A to point B. That was just golf. Um, this is your mode of transportation. Right. I would have to say, I'm thinking, I walked, geez, oh, Pete, I don't know. I have, and I know the listeners, and nobody except for Jeff will understand this because I don't know how far it is. Maybe I should Google it, right? All right. Actually, I will after I get my answer. But... On two occasions in high school, I had to walk from my house to the high school. Yes. And then back. Yes. All right. And That's, so I would yeah. probably say, I'm, I'm going to Google it, but I'm probably going to say that was probably about seven, eight miles. One way. One way. Yeah, right. I would say, yeah. All right. So that would probably be my answer. Yeah. And I would definitely, it had to be back then because homie don't walk anymore. Uh, <laughs> well, so, when you said you don't run. Yeah, I don't run. I don't walk. Unless you're being chased. Yeah. Or you're chasing something. Yeah, chasing something. <laughs> so got I got me a robot vacuum. So yeah. <laughs> robot vacuum. So I don't even have to walk uh, on the house. But real quick, it's to go back real quick. I just looked it up. You was kind, you was smart, and you was important. That was what I was talking about. The quote. But. I'm going to have to go, yeah, walking when I was a teenager, I did walk a lot. So I would say, I remember skating, which wasn't walking, but I remember skating from like Oyster Point all the way home one time. That's not walking. But that's not walking. That's not walking, bro. Yeah. So I'm going to have to say, I'm going to go with Jason's and double back on that because I can't think of another place. I'm going to have to say walking to the school and back. Yeah. All right. Well. Yeah. Okay. What was yours? Well, I, I've got two choices. Okay. Um, the first choice is not the biggest one. It's um, or it's, it, this is actually the second choice. One night, my alternator went out. I'd gone up to West Point to see my friend Andy, and we watched the documentary on Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh. And then as I'm driving back to Gloucester that night, my alternator goes out up around Adner, so I had to walk all the way from North County, uh-huh. almost the county line, down to my house, the old farmhouse I used to live in with the... Uh, wow. That's a very, long walk. That's about a nine-mile walk. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, at that time of night in this kind of area, uh, you, you know, you don't want to be out walking on 17 with no. Bubba coming home from the bonfire. That's crazy. And the longest I've ever walked at one period of time was 26 miles. Whoa. Oh, the wow. length of a um, marathon. The length of a marathon, yes, because, uh, again, Andy comes into play. We had gone to senior week, and I was a junior. My girlfriend was a senior, so we went to the senior week. Nah. And Andy and I just met. We weren't that really, you know, we were, you know, we were cool, but we weren't like hanging out all the time, calling each other every day like we do now. Hey, Andy, love you, buddy. Uh, and so I was trying to get some Stevie Wonder on the boombox, and of course, this was senior week for high schoolers, and we were doing high schooler kind of things. Too bad you didn't uh, run into Jason with his Whitney Houston tape. So I'm trying to get Stevie Wonder (laughs) in this this boombox. And my girlfriend slaps me on my back where I was terribly sunburned. Mm. Because, of course, high schoolers don't take sunblock. Mm-mm. And really, sunblock didn't hardly exist back then. But anyway. I don't remember it. So she slaps me on the back, and I get really mad. And I'm like, I'm leaving. And I had a, a gallon of uh, Crystal Light mixed up mm. in a water jug, in a gallon plastic water jug. And I took my water jug, and I walked out. And Andy's like, no, 
my nickname is Fly. He's like, no, Fly, don't do it. Don't, 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 do, don't do it. And I'm like, no, I'm Fly going, Zone. I'm going. And I just started walking. So Andy started walking with me. And we walked from North Myrtle Beach to, South, uh, to regular Myrtle Beach, which was 26 miles. That's insane, dude. Yeah. Took us six hours. Yeah, man. And, and why uh, would you do that? Well, I'm thinking. Well, here's, here's the craziest Andy part about go? it is as we were walking down the north end oh, of the go, strip. Fly, baby, fly. The north end of the strip in Myrtle Beach, we're walking down the strip, and all of a sudden, this motorcycle goes flying by, and it happens to be Darren Roach, who we went to school with, and he's like, what are y'all doing? I'm like, what are you doing? It's like 3 o'clock in the morning. We're walking. And you're out riding around on your motorbike, and he's like, hop on the back. I'll give you a ride. So he took Andy down to the hotel where they were staying, and then he came back and got me and took me to the hotel where they were staying. We slept on the floor. We got a ride back the next morning, and my girlfriend and I made up. Oh, I know. I know. So that was a ridiculously long walk, but it had a happy end. Well, and that's how Andy and I became such good friends, because we, like I say, we, we knew each other. When you share a survivor story like that, you you, yes. you become. Well, yeah. we, walk, we did walk through a uh, wildlife preserve, and we didn't know it. Oh. And from what I understand, at that wildlife preserve, there are some things that could, you know, easily take you out of this world. And well, I'm, you know, I'm. That story it was awesome. Thank you for sharing, Mark. Uh, the ending was uh, very uh, poignant because I've walked five Ks before. Yesterday, August twenty I mean, fifth was Kiss and Makeup Day, National Kiss and Makeup Day. All right. So, well, that would have been nice if you and your girlfriend did that one. The well, we did. We did kiss and make up, and then of course oh, whoa, we got whoa, mad whoa, at each whoa, other whoa, before whoa. the week ended, and they handcuffed me to a doorknob. Whoa, whoa, whoa! They, Mark. they, they all redact, so no, redact. I, I, I gotcha. In fact, I think it was Andy who handcuffed me to the dang oh, doorknob. Whoa, whoa, whoa. My friends locked me in a closet one time, right? Because they said I was out of control. Yep. Well, my brother had a teacher do that to him. I remember that. Because he remember was you standing me at that. the yeah. board. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and he was taking. He was down on the floor taking notes at the little crack under the door. <laughs> Nice hey, work, David. You, you can't stop learning. Never give up on learning. No. That's right. This is, a, this is the learning episode. Your teacher yeah. locks you in a closet. Yeah, I think this you is the learning episode. I agree. This is the learning episode. He was afraid to tell mom when he got home, too. Oh, well, yeah. Well, he, yeah. He, he thought he had done something wrong. Well, if you get locked in a closet, you probably did do something wrong. I didn't do anything wrong. Okay, next. Well, supposedly, she did it because he was staring at the board, which, you know, for a student. That's what they do. They stare at the floor. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Anyway, I don't so, know. That's it for three questions, John. I believe that's it for the episode. Yeah, that was awesome. I, yeah, it's, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta cut this short because we gotta start working on more of our lesson plans. Yes, we do, yeah, we do, I, we do. And I, I actually gonna, have to go work my lesson plan. Yes, I was gonna say that this episode was kind of like a school year. It came and went, and you don't even know what you heard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bam! I would drink to that. Yes. Yes. Happy Friday, kids. Back Happy to school Friday. Yes. yes. All my rowdy friends have settled down because they sitting in class suffering. Yes. Yes. Suffering for suffrage. Yeah. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for all the big listens last week, too, y'all. Big yep. numbers. Uh, Joe Rogan uh, reportedly retained counsel and is considering a suit uh, against, against us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for occupying the airwaves like they occupied uh, Wall Street there for yes. a while. I remember but we days. have the ah. best lawyers who don't even practice in this state on they our side. They do not. Pro so. hot bitch. So, uh, <laughs> anyway, y'all. So be careful what you wish for, Joe Rogan. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We love you. And as always, deuces. Welcome back to class. Everything. <laughs>